Hey there, and welcome to Networking School, a podcast to sharpen your networking knowledge and add to your network. Join me each week for powerful interviews, strategies you can implement immediately, and connections to professionals you need to know. My name is Tish Times, and I am a sales and networking expert. I've been in the connection business my entire career, and for more than 10 years, I have been teaching entrepreneurs and sales teams to stop wasting time and money with ineffective networking. In addition to running a professional networking organization, I am in love with coaching entrepreneurs to sell with authority and network with confidence. Some of my clients have increased their income by more than 300% with the intentional networking strategies that I teach. It's time to stop playing with your income. It's time for more connections, more confidence, and more clients. It's time for networking school. I love, love, love when I have the opportunity to interview someone who has been in my life for many years as a friend, a business connection, and now I'm her client. <laughs> we kind of switch roles and we get to do a lot of things together. I want to introduce you all to Ms. Christy Hansvik. And Christy, I'll have you introduce yourself and tell us something about you that we're not going to read in your bio. Okay. So I'm Chrissy Hansvik, obviously. Content repurposing is my jam. You'll, we'll talk more about that. But something that you wouldn't read in my bio is that I love Friends, the TV show. I can relate most instances in my life to something from Friends. <laughs> <laughs> and if I'm ever like staring off and not paying attention, it's usually because I'm thinking about Friends or like replaying an episode in my head or something. <laughs> I love it. I watch it all the time. Like it's always on replay when I'm working and it's just my oh, show. I love that. That's so funny. <laughs> What's, I'm like that with the Food Network. I always have like Beat Bobby Flay or really? <laughs> drive-ins and dives going on in the background all the time. If I'm working, it's always going to be in the Yeah, you have to have something, right? Wait, yeah. Just to break up the mundane. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Now, I don't ever ask anyone a specific thing about what's not in their bio, but I'm going to ask you something because I've I've seen a little bit about it, but I want to understand it. And I know the world will love this story. So you call your beloved husband, whom I love, it's my bacon buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You call him your lobster. I do. And I want to know why, what does that term mean? Because I know it's not just a term of endearment. There's a meaning behind it. Am I right? (laughs) You're right. It's How from Friends. It? <laughs> it's actually from Friends. Is so, it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. <laughs> know that. So there's an episode where Ross and Rachel have broken up and Ross is like really upset about it. And Phoebe says to him, don't worry, he's, she's your lobster. And he's like, what are you talking about? And she goes on to explain how lobsters mate for life how when they meet each other, they just, she explains how they walk in the ocean and like hold their little lobster hands. <laughs> so she's like, don't worry. Like she'll come back to you because she's meant to be with you forever. I'm like, oh, just my lobster. He's the I did forever. Not. I'm so glad I asked that question. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. I've always wondered. I'm like, cause I, you know, I have a term for my husband as well. People often ask me, why do you call him your Superman? And I, 
have a whole story. I have a podcast about it, so I'm not going to go into it. Do you all have to go listen to it? Yeah, it's the episode where he and I are together and I explain why I call him my Superman. But I always wanted to know, and I, I want to say I'd seen something about it, but I couldn't remember exactly what it was. So I digress. I just had to ask that question. <laughs> no, I'm glad you did because it, it goes in line with the Friends thing. It sure does. <laughs> I would have never, ever known for sure. Yeah. So yeah. I know because we both, matter of fact, I, I want to say we met networking at a conference. We you know, we've we've um, been in connection for a long time, but I know that networking has been a big part of both of our lives and businesses. And I'd like to find out from you who has been, you know, the biggest or the most important connection in your business. And maybe as a result of networking, maybe not, but, you know, connections are a huge part of networking. So tell us who is your best connection, if you would. The be- like an actual person? A person, people. Yeah, definitely. Though. Okay. Well, that's such a good question. So I would actually have to say my business bestie, Amber Griffiths. Amber Griffiths, our buddy. And she's been on here a couple of times as well. Yeah, Yeah. we met networking. We met, literally met networking and had like scheduled a follow-up meeting and we're supposed to go meet for coffee for like 30 minutes or something and ended up being like two hours. And since then we have traveled together we like have figured out we ways both came to here together. together. We got to hang out, we, all three of us. Yeah, yeah, we can just see Tish speak together. Like we just, it just, our businesses complement each other really well. But beyond that, she can give me honest feedback about where I'm at and I can give her the feedback. Or if she's overreacting about something, I can say, okay, hold the phone, step back. Let's talk yeah. about it. Yeah. And I think as entrepreneurs, we need somebody like that, that can give that support. Because it can kind of be a lonely road sometimes. It really can. I'm so glad I asked that. I, I thought I knew the answer to that as well, but I didn't want to make the assumption. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it's her. <laughs> you know, the, the thing is, you know, when we're networking, we sometimes think it is kind of like a business only type of con- connection. But so many of my friends, matter of fact, a large a majority of my friends have come from networking events that, you know, you just meet that one person that just seems to really, you hit it off and um, you've been sure. to our conference, Tony Harris Taylor and I put on yeah. conferences together, done a lot together, but we met at a networking event. Yeah. And we've done business together for almost a decade now. And I think it's really important when you do go networking to not only be seeking out the sales. Yes. Like if you oh, go with the intention of, oh, well, that person will never buy from me and you move on to the next person, you could potentially be missing out on a business bestie or somebody to travel with, or even just have your kids play together. You never know why someone crossed paths or why God blessed you with them in your life. And I think if you're always, always looking for the sale, then you're, you're missing a huge part of networking. Without a doubt, for sure. And I think that Lots of people miss that. A lot of people get it wrong and feel like they're only there for that. And um, man, I I hope that someone hears that and goes, hmm, maybe I need to change the way I'm networking because it can be so much more. God, we could talk about that all day. I have clients. I know. I know. I have clients, Christy, who've been with me for more than 10 years since the very inception of my business. Because, you know, I put on networking events as part of my business and I've done it forever but they're still with me and they're friends. And we have business retreats on a quarterly basis when the world is not in quarantine, of course, but <laughs> I mean, and they've come to like every single one I've ever done. We've, we, when I say we've slept together, meaning we've been like, and you know, we do these um, Airbnb houses. We're yeah. all like on couches, you know what I mean? So it's like, 
these are people that are a major part of my life and it it's absolutely as a result of networking. So somebody listen to that, hear that. Yeah. So Christy, I, I feel like I've got a chance to watch you evolve both in your business and as a woman. You know what I mean? I've just seen yeah. you just kind of blossom and grow and become even more sure of yourself as you are presenting yourself in the marketplace. And people sometimes see us at that place and think, oh, they've always kind of had it together. They've always been very sure and very confident in their business or in themselves. Tell us about you. What has been your journey to coming to where you are now in that good, solid place in your business? Well, it definitely didn't start that way. (laughs) (laughs) I actually started as a VA. So when I started my business seven years ago, I was a VA. Um, Quickly fell in love with social media and how to use it um, to grow a business. And so I converted over to social media management. And then in the last couple of years, I've really just focused on content repurposing. But I think, so something else a lot of people don't know is last fall, like, well, even last summer and then last fall, I was really, really struggling with imposter syndrome. Like Mm -hmm. I suffer from clinical depression and I was in a really, really, really bad spot for probably about six months. Um, We were having some other struggles in our family and I just really wasn't in a good place. Like it happens, right? (laughs) Definitely. But I knew like it took some soul searching and it took some prayers and you're religious. I'm religious. I can say that, but it took a lot of prayers to figure out how to shift that. And once I did, and I started to believe that what I do is the world needs it. And that I'm really, really good at it. And that they're waiting for people for, for me to teach about content repurposing in the way that I teach it and the words I use and the mannerisms I use, people need me. Um, And when I really started believing that everything changed Mm. and since last fall, so since last November, so it's only been like four months, we've grown 300%. So yeah. yeah. (laughs) So shifting, but I really think it's the mindset. Like I had to believe in myself. I had to believe that I could do it and that what I bring to the world is valuable and that it's needed. And really until I believed that (laughs) things weren't very good. Yeah, that is so good. Um, First of all, thank you for being just so transparent because, you know, I was just talking with someone else and it's like, we don't always share the real journey. We share the, no. the, the peaks, but Heavens not the valleys, no. right? <laughs> yeah. But there's someone who's still in that valley listening to this going, what? Oh my God. You know, she's not, she, I'm not the only one going through this. So, so thank you for sharing that. And because I've been working with you for probably a large part of that time, you, you maintain your professionalism so well in that I would have never known. In other words, you know what I mean? I would have never okay, known. Good. No, <laughs> I really didn't want people to know because I was yeah. not in a good spot. <laughs> Yeah, but I think we all go through that, myself included, where you yeah. still have to show up and perform and be, you know, the sure. high level professional, the expert, whatever, and, and have to deal with it. So it's like that balancing act on some levels. And there's sometimes when you just have to unplug and say, you know what, I can't do this right now and figure yeah. out a way to get around it. Because I want, I want people to also know, you know, don't push through in the point where you're going to hurt yourself because that's oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You got to take breaks when you know you need to take breaks. Yeah, for, for sure. For sure. Um, if you could sum up your journey in one word, what would that word be? I would have to say 
incredible because it really, it really is incredible. I never dreamed that I'd own a business. It's never something that I, I just always assumed that I'd work in the corporate world forever and do all those things. But owning a business has brought so much goodness into my world. I've met amazing people. I love what I do. I love what I teach. I love everyone that I meet. Um, I employ five people, which means that I have the opportunity to bless five other people's families. And that means so, so much to me. Um, I think God's just given me some incredible opportunities that I wouldn't change for anything. Even, even the ones that are like really crappy. They suck, but yeah. Oh man, I love that. That is, (laughs) first of all, that is a tremendous, you know, feat because so many business owners, you know, we, we, I say we collectively struggle and it's like, ah, maybe I should just go back and get a job. And I think we all have those moments. But by the same token, okay. it's like when we can see, wait a minute, I have all these people who are depending on me to succeed so that they can enjoy a part of that success as well. It makes all the difference right. in the world. When I ran my staffing company, when people asked me what I did for a living, I would always say I help people put food on their table because yeah. you, know, you get a chance to put people to work, right? You get a chance right. to put your team, you know, make sure that they're making a living as well. So it, it is an amazing endeavor to be an entrepreneur. And with all the valleys, I've, I still love it. And I wouldn't trade it for anything either. Not anything yeah. in the world. <laughs> it is not for the faint of heart, though. It is sure. not. You know what, girl? <laughs> it is not for the faint of heart. I say that often. I'm like, and I, I'm, I'm going to say it the way I really say it. Can I just be transparent? <laughs> I'm like, you know what? This is not, we cannot punk out. Because there's days when you're just like, you just want to just like throw your hands up. Like, forget oh, it. Yeah. It's like, no. Sure. It's not for the faint of heart and it's not for us to just kind of you know, <laughs> camp out here. So let's yeah. talk a little bit about what content repurposing is, because I get the benefit and I'm going to say from my yeah. side how much I enjoy it. So I'll tell you what I see on my side and you can okay. kind of fill in the blanks. So I do these videos on a weekly basis. I hand them over to Christy's team and they make magic happen. <laughs> they take them, <laughs> they create social media posts, they create the actual graphic image, they do all of the content for the post on whatever platform we're posting on. Um, they can take that in that same information and create a blog post so that we can put it on our website or put it on the LinkedIn. Um, they take that same video and throw it on the YouTube for me. So I do one thing a week and then we get five different, at least five different posts out of it. And it makes my life so much easier. And the content and the images that I get are so on brand. And I'm always getting comments about how great the content is and how pretty it is. And, you know, it just, it, it, it stands alone. So that's my, that's my take on what you do. Fill in the blanks and tell everybody else <laughs> what else you do. <laughs> well, you pretty much nailed it. Okay. <laughs> but the, the great thing about content repurposing is if someone misses when you take the time to record a video, you have a really good message, right? When you're re- talking for five or six minutes, you've probably said, I don't know, 10 or so really good, like little nuggets. I hate that word, by the way, <laughs> little pieces of content that, yeah. that if someone didn't listen to your video, they'd miss that whole, they'd miss that. Yeah. So by taking the video and breaking it up into other pieces of content, you're going to get more visible because you're going to be on more platforms. It's going to, if someone does watch your video, the content that you're then sharing through the week is just going to reinforce your message. We all know that somebody has to see your message seven times, right? The rule of seven with marketing. So when you're repurposing your content, 
it's shortening the sales cycle because you're getting to that number seven faster. What people don't realize you can take from your, your video, you can create a newsletter. Like you don't need to be creating something separate for your newsletter or for your blog posts. Um, you could take your podcast and extract the audio and make a blog post or social media post. It's anything you're creating, it shouldn't just be a one and done thing. There's always some way to use what you're creating. Even this podcast that we're doing is going to be turned in probably on both sides, your side and my side, yeah. into many other pieces of content. Perfect. And I just love that because, you know, I think the reason, and you probably have seen this a million times, the reason we get stuck and it's like, I don't know what to post or I just don't do it because I don't have time is because we think we have to sit down and write seven, you know, different posts and, you know, yep. make it fit for every single platform, not realizing that if we do that one thing and hand it over to someone like you, it's done. It's basically done and we don't have to think about it again. So I personally am so grateful because it has literally changed the way that we show up online. That consistency, that consistency with the brand, that message yeah. that we're always wanting to get out is always there. And it's because we hand it over to you. So thank you. <laughs> of course. <laughs> thank you so much. So tell us about, even though we kind of alluded before that, you know, networking has been the way that we connected and the way you connected with your business bestie and so on and so forth. What, if you would, if there were a networking secret that you employ in your business to grow your business or to make more connections, what would that one thing be? So for me, it is to focus on the connection. So before I go into a networking event, I am pretty, like I take the time to sit in my car and like shift my focus that I'm in networking zone. I'm not worried about my kids. I'm not checking my phone. I'm purely focused on the connection because we've all been to those events when somebody doesn't look you in the eye or they're like looking over your shoulder at the door or they're, you know, checking their phone and you don't have their full attention. And I don't ever want to be that person. I, <laughs> I want to be the one that people love to talk to because I'm genuine and I'm authentic and I'm welcoming. Part of my brand is a pineapple. I, don't, I have like several back there. I see. <laughs> it's because a pineapple means welcoming. When you give someone a pineapple, you're literally inviting them into your world. And I want people to feel that way when they interact with me. And I can't do that if I'm checking my phone or looking for the next person to talk to. So I really just, just focus on being present and the connection and who is God going to put in my path that I need to meet today? And sometimes it's for me and maybe sometimes it's for them, right? Yeah. Sometimes you're the person, you're an answer to their prayer. I don't know, I but just, that. just be there, be, yeah. be present. I love that so much because I obviously, you know, this is what I teach. So I, I, I feel that exact same way, but if we think about it, instead of just another person who we might sell something to and yeah. really begin to think of, who has God put in my path for this day? Who am I yeah. supposed to bless or be a blessing to? How can I, you know, create a mutually beneficial connection today that could very well change my business, change my life, change my yeah. future, which has happened in many cases. And it for just sure. changes our entire approach to networking. That was a good, good, good answer. I love that. <laughs> See all these snippets? Now I'm going to turn these into social media posts. There we go. <laughs> all about repurposing. This is going to be, yeah, I can't wait to get this back to you. <laughs> Christy, who do you believe you're uniquely gifted to serve? I, of course, when I hear someone say they need help with social media, you'll always get an email yeah. from me. It's like, hey, Christy, meet such and such. 
but who do you really feel like you're uniquely gifted to serve? I, I don't know if I mentioned this, but I believe that entrepreneurs spend too much time creating content. So if there's entrepreneurs out there looking for a simple and a sustainable way to get their message out in the world in a bigger way, then that's who I want to talk to people that are committed to showing up and creating that weekly video or that weekly podcast, then we can take it from there and repurpose it. I love that so much. And those people who need you, because there's lots of them, how, (laughs) what's the best way for them to reach out to you? So Facebook probably, or join my group. It's called content with Christy. All of my original content starts there first. Like my weekly videos go there first. Um, Everything starts there first. So. Well, Christy, thank you so much for being here yes. and for being in my life. Because again, this is far beyond just this particular interview. We get a chance to play pretty much yeah. on a weekly basis. So yeah. I want to say thank you for being here. And I'm so glad that we got a chance to talk. And I'm so glad that the world will get to hear about Christy Hunsman. Ditto. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for listening to Networking School. Go grab your complimentary networking handbook at tishtimes.com and make sure to follow and subscribe to Networking School on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and all the wonderful spots you go to get your podcast. I would be so very grateful if you left a review of the show. Make sure you follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And remember that relationships are the catalyst for success. So get out there and make some intentional, authentic connections.